When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, one of my favorite Disney movies, actually. It's great. Yeah. It's it, great. It's classic. It came out like, I think when I was in university. Yeah, 2000? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I was still in high school. How old are you, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was still in high school there. But yeah, like well past the like, oh, let's go see a Disney movie. And I saw it and I was just like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. uh, so the villain in this movie is uh, Yzma. Yzma, played by the, uh, or, or, well, voiced by Eartha Kitt. Yeah, who's fantastic. Oh, so good. It's great. And her whole struggle here is just that she is in a promotionless job. Okay. <laughs> in a promotionless job. She gets fired after years of service. Okay. Decades of service. They establish that. Yep. Fire her. And then she tries to get rid of... Uh, Emperor Cusco. Yeah. Who is a moron. So valid. <laughs> yeah. A moron. Uh, younger than uh, her. A, a much younger, apparently, which is established by many of the characters in this film. <laughs> yes. The, the, the poor Yzma. She's still working. Uh, yeah, she's still working, and people will not stop the, commenting on how old she is. Yeah. This poor woman. So, <laughs> I mean, let's even just d- d- dive right in and dissect that for a second. So, uh, Cusco is like, uh, he's like a teenager. Yeah. Like emperor, right? Yes. Like. Um, who is, uh, it is established right off the top is super spoiled. Yes. Spoiled. He's had everything in his whole life. So presumably his parents are, were king and queen or emperor before that. Mm-hmm. Right. And Yzma would have been working for them. Yes. So like. Certainly. For like a while. For a while. And maybe for people before them. Yeah. Yeah. And then this young kid comes along and is like, mm-hmm. I know what's up. I'm, I'm going to rule the kingdom. Uh, but meanwhile, like, I'm sure she's been doing the legwork this whole time. You know yes. what I mean? Like, the first time we see her, she's in the throne room, mm-hmm. and she's talking to peasants and, and and dealing with those, like, day-to-day issues of, like, running the kingdom. Yeah, telling them their problems don't matter, which is the response that Cusco would have given them as well. Probably even nicer, actually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think the uh, the problem that doesn't matter is that they're starving to death, yes. which is like paints her in a bad light off the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also like... That's how he would have answered it. That's, and yeah, she's just the... She's the voice of the company, right? It's like the don't blame me, I just work here kind of a situation. Certainly. Right. And this is something she's been apparently doing regularly. But he's like, you're doing my job. But he's also not at his job. It's like, well, if she's doing it for you, it's because you're not here doing the thing you're supposed to do. Yes. Is that her fault? I don't think so. No. And she could probably... She's more experienced governing. Yeah. She's... uh, And would probably be a better 
This isn't even Empress. And I'm sorry, but when she gets fired, that doesn't feel like her third warning. It no. feels like it's out of nowhere. Okay, I'm like, hey, I, I, I feel like this woman needs at least a letter or something. Yeah, yeah. you just fired her from her. She's it's it's established that she's at least been working there for fifty years. Is it, 50, is it 50? 50. What it's implied it? at least. Wow. At the very minimum. Somebody says 50 years at a moment. And uh, she and she says at one point she does say decades. Yeah. So, so that's, that's over yeah. 20 years at least. At, at minimum. Yeah. Okay. So this woman's put, the I, I'm assuming, the best years of her life. Well, the especially, prime. Especially in pre-Columbian uh, Peru or, or the Incas or wherever that is. Yeah. And this Cusco bitch keeps implying that her henchman is like sleeping with her or something. Like it, it, there was a little bit of like wink, wink. Like how old is he again? How old is he? And it's like she makes him sleep outside, man. Okay, this is yes. this whole relationship's on the up and up. Incredibly professional. Yeah, very professional. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, how old is he? I don't know. I didn't ask. Like, yeah, he's working for me. He's he's literal muscle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He is yeah, the embodiment of just being muscle. Um, it's like if a yeah, if an arm came, a bicep came to life or something. Yes, and and this is this is the asshole that she's going up again. Cusco, voiced by David Spade, who has one of the best asshole voices. Yeah, like he, this like, is cast really you're, well. Yeah, you're just immediately immersed into this guy's a dick. It's like even if. I feel like even if I watched something where David Spade was supposed to be being nice, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, is this guy, like, is this a trick? Or, like, what's going on? Because he just has that voice. He's got an asshole voice, for yeah. sure. I can't think of a character that he's really played where he hasn't been... At least a bit of a dick. Yeah, like all the Chris Farley movies. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, a fat guy in a little yeah. coat. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, uh, Just Shoot Me, he was always a bit of a jerk yeah. in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he can play anything else, to be no, honest with you. A, and he's made a career off of it, so there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but perfect. So you're completely immersed that this guy's an asshole. Yeah, and he presumably throws the guy out the window. Throws the guy out the window. Throwing off his groove. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, yeah, he's got all of his, what, who I assume to be security, okay, because all of these men are giants, and they're his background dancers to mm-hmm. his groove. I'm like, I don't know if this is the best use of their skills and services. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just this, like, you know, a row of, like, three, hundred pound men just in you know, armor can canning like, <laughs> like why <laughs> why are we doing this it's not yeah it's not a good use of their talents i yeah. believe um and you have to assume that isma's been she's been around this guy his whole life so she mm-hmm. knows who he is okay like when she's like i'm gonna kill this guy i'm like yeah you know what most of this village would probably be better off because yeah. this guy, because Cusco also doesn't care if other people die, and he establishes that by throwing a guy out a window, by throwing a guy out the window, <laughs> but also in like many other situations where it's been like, like he he expresses verbally. Does he change his mind later in the story? Absolutely, but he does express verbally a few times, being like, like I don't care what happens to you. You're you're a peasant. Yeah, he's he's very vocal about that, even after. Um, uh, uh, Pacha, uh, John Goodman's mm-hmm. uh, character, helps him multiple times. Multiple times. And there's a point where he's literally 
uh, the, the bridge mm-hmm. collapses and Pacha falls through and he goes, ha ha ha, you're going to die now. See you later. I don't care. Bye. And you go, what an irredeemable. He's irredeemable the whole way through until like maybe like the teeny tiny part at the end where he starts to like come around. But yeah, most of it, he's just like an awful human being. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. And uh, the other part is like Yzma and Cusco clearly know each other on a personal level, like almost to the point where yeah. she's almost seems like maybe the person who has raised him mm-hmm. or that they live together like in the palace. Yeah. Like there's a familiar uh, a family type thing. There. Yes. Uh, and even to the point where he's like, yeah, no hard feelings about me firing you. Right. Like, Which is crazy because, yeah, at one point he mentions, he goes, yeah, 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 we're going to go back and Yzma's going to turn me back. And he says it like it's no, like it's of course she's going to do that. I'm like, you mean the woman you just fired is just going to change you back? No problem. Are you a more? Well, yeah, he is. But yeah, like it's just like that whole moment where he's like, yeah, I've got to get back. So Yzma will just change me right back. Like you can tell this guy doesn't give a fuck about anything he does or doesn't think about any like the consequences of anything. But can you, like, isn't that just, like, the perfect kind of fantasy where, like, you've left a job and then, like, or someone's fired you or something and then they don't know how to do what you did? Like, you get other... Delicious. You'd get, like, people calling you being like, oh, how do you access this? How do you do that? Or, like... Delicious. I had, one time I quit a job, uh, I was working at a tea room where it was, like, you went and you got, like, sandwiches and whatever and it was legitimately one of the worst jobs i've ever had like the owner was a night like i watched him scream at customers you know what I mean? so like you yeah. can kind of understand what he's doing to us right For sure. and like would only pay enough uh only had enough cutlery for one service so in a half hour we had to get it washed cleaned polished and back on the table because he was unwilling to buy a second set oh, like you know what i mean like shit brutal. like that constantly and what was the point of this story? Oh, they, <laughs> they call you up and they ask you to do something or don't know how to do something. Oh, you, so yeah. I quit because I'm like, I'm tired. I'm like, fuck this shit. I, I worked on Valentine's Day and somebody's debit didn't go through properly and they made me pay for it. And it was like $120. They were like, well, you owe us this money. And I'm like, well, that's not my, like it printed out a receipt. It did everything. They go, yeah, but it didn't connect through the computer. So you have to pay for it or get the money from this person. Obviously, this person's not calling us back. Okay, they don't give a fuck. They just think they got free lunch, right? Right. So, so they're like, yeah, you have to pay, which is illegal, by the way, but nobody cares. Okay, no restaurant cares about that. So it's illegal. And they're like, yeah, you have to pay it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not coming in, right? So I call them and I do it in, in the manner that I know is going to fuck them a little bit because fuck you, right? Like 15 minutes I, before I, the 15 shift. 15 minutes before a Saturday shift. <laughs> I call them and I'm like, hey, yeah, um, I'm not coming in. And I th- think they could tell by the tone of my voice. They were like, not coming in today or ever. I was like, yeah, that's definitely going to be an ever on my part. <laughs> and then I had three separate managers call me and beg me to take my job back. And I told each of them to go fuck themselves. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I had that too. And it wasn't quite to that satisfying level, but it's like, you know, after I left my job, people would be like, Hey, what did we do in this scenario? I'm like, yeah. right. Okay, you, this is why I was telling everybody to write shit down for months, right? Oh, like, God. Yeah, this is why. Just absolutely brutal. So, yeah, when we look at Yzma, she's just a woman that's been mistreated. Yeah. 
probably her entire career. Or at least the 20 whatever years that uh, Cusco's been around. And she's obviously intelligent. Like she's making potions. She's doing shit. She's a well-educated lady. I would assume she has a PhD of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Probably well qualified for the job. Absolutely. She got that palace turned around in seconds into her name. That's actually a pretty impressive feat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, seconds. And and this is something I wanted to uh, talk about, how fast that uh, group of people didn't give a fuck that Cusco was dead. Yes. They had a funeral for him. She was like, okay, he's dead. It's over. And they all threw candles like, okay, on to the next thing. Fuck that guy. We all hated him. Anyway, none of his villagers care. Like none of the people, none of the peasants, nobody cares that he's dead. And that's probably a good indicator that he shouldn't have been ruling at any point. Oh, yeah. And I think they even mentioned at one point, it's like, well, no one's really missed you. Like no one's missed him. We just got to make sure that he doesn't come back. Exactly. And it flips around in seconds. They're like, okay, you're the new leader. True. And then they just flip it all over. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, is is Yzma that bad? No. (laughs) She's just taking over her position. The worst thing she did was attempted murder, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's attempted murder of... Somebody who is generally probably murdering people. Murdering people and not only that, making very selfish decisions that are a waste of resources. Like, like, so the the big conflict in this, right, is other than him being turned into a llama, (laughs) is that he's going to build a uh, uh, summer house on the very hill that Pacha's village is on, right? And Pacha uh, starts the thing being like... uh, uh, what do you know about the capital or something? And he goes, well, uh, you know, I know you guys, um, we provide a lot of the crops that you eat. Yeah. Right. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to bulldoze it and uh, create a summer house there. It's like, that's that's where you get the crops that you eat. Yeah. That's a big deal. Doesn't even, <laughs> doesn't doesn't even register. Yeah. So like that's that's the level at which he's governing, right? And And, and another point in the movie where they're walking across that one bridge, mm-hmm. they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the bridge to the Capitol. Um, and then the bridge collapsed cause it's all rickety and they go, okay, now it's a four day walk to the Capitol. Right. Where yeah. Pacha was able to do that there and back in a day. Yeah. Previously. Your infrastructure is not sound. Thank <laughs> you. Like that's a new, okay. This is from a village that yeah. supplies your food mm-hmm. to the Capitol. Yeah. And you've let this bridge fall down? Like it's a four-day hike to get to the capital without this bridge? That's craziness. Why wouldn't that be like priority number one as opposed to like dance numbers and like summer houses and things like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Summer house. Nothing gets me more on board for somebody being evil than this idea of I'm going to bulldoze something and put something on top of it. I like that idea of like, oh, I don't care who I'm disturbing. I'm going to be putting my own personal thing here. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it makes me like, that's the one thing that gets me jumping. You mean, well, I'm mean, the one thing, yeah, the, the one, one of thing. thousands of things. But uh, yeah, it's pretty up there for me. That drives me absolutely wild. And he is no, at no point does he have any redeemable qualities until somebody helps him out so much that he feels obligated to do something back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, you're right. It's yeah. His, his sort of moment, which is actually the start of the movie, right? Where you go, Oh, look at this guy. He's like 
a llama. He's like sitting in the rain and like he's like, I've been yeah. the victim through this whole thing. Like, can't you see how everyone's done me wrong? And like, that's the point where she sort of turns. But that's like at, at a point where he's multiple times essentially betrayed Pacha. Yeah. You know, the and, only guy that's helping him out. Yeah. Although there is something, there is a moment where he does kind of believe that uh, Pacha like kidnapped him because he doesn't know who's done all of this to him. So it does make sense mm. to be a little suspicious, of course. True. But if the second this guy starts helping you, you kind of got to be like, okay, well, why would he kidnap me and then help me? This would be a very conflict, like a very crazy plan for this farmer to come up with. Why would he save my life multiple times? Yeah. He, yeah. Plus, he's not. I there, there's a point where they're like, okay, well, like Patch is like this supposed to be this great guy and super kind and c- repeatedly kind to somebody that um, is rude and mean and abrasive to him. At the same time, Patchett does want something from him, so his intentions aren't totally pure. Let's know that. Except he want he wants something, but he wants it in the right way. Well, and I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, he but he does, also he lies acts, to he, his wife off the top. Like he comes back and he's like, everything's fine. That's crazy. I get that in terms of, I don't have the heart to tell you tonight. Like yeah. this has been a long day and it's a beautiful night with my family and maybe the one of the last ones we'll have when we're not going to worry about this. And I just want to mm. sit in this for a bit. I'll give him that. But like, yeah, that's the next morning kind of thing. In my mind, you keep I suppose, it. but I would have sent her down there. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> what the the wife? She's fiery, man. <laughs> yeah, she's she's also like nine months pregnant. No, she said she had a while left. Uh, okay. <laughs> Details, Craig. This is, Details. Re- this is Details. Rebecca advocating <laughs> for a pregnant woman to take a emperor llama through the dangerous woods back to the. Oh no, I'm not saying. I I, I meant for the original trip. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If somebody's going to go down there and talk, I wouldn't send that guy. I'm sending Tiger Mom. That's who Th- I'm that's sending. That's true. That's true. Go she rip would the tell- dick off this guy. <laughs> she would tell him where to show up. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's great. Um, yeah, and the kids are funny, too. There's a weird detail with the kids where they are sort of established as being able to see the events of the whole thing in They're their telepathic. dreams. They're telepathic! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I wrote down too. I was like, these motherfuckers telepathic up in here. Like, that's, that's going to be real handy later. And yeah, then it's yeah. just kind of written off as like a gag, which is also funny, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Let's talk about, uh, what is, uh, Isma's henchman again? What's Kronk. his name? Kronk. I'm, I'm a big fan of Kronk. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan. I love him. I why, think he's why is great. That? Well, um, he's everything. He's everything a, uh, Disney henchman should be. Which is large and dumb and but also nice at the same time, yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> like when they get him in that kitchen and he's just like, Oh yeah, I'm in the zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that. Although that is my I've had that nightmare several times that it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Well, which one? Which is the, like you've got to take over a chef or something? Yeah, because like when you and I don't know if it happens with other professions because like I've only really ever worked as a server consistently for the largest chunk of my life, we'll mm-hmm. say. Um, and if you serve too many days in a row, you have what uh, servers, uh, server nightmares 
where you have and it's every night if you if you work if you end up working like 60 hours a week serving you'll have a nightmare every night about serving and it's like you you're you wake up in a cold sweat because you were like having a dream where the restaurant is full but there's no kitchen staff and you had to leave and then come back and everybody's wouldn't waiting for an hour and you're like how's this happening (laughs) and yeah that's that's a a high stress job that you're at all the time where like you're yeah you're constantly thinking about all those things literally your brain just goes crazy on it when that woman yells the order at him like beads of sweat were forming on my forehead i was like oh my god i remember this oh you know what it was most notable that's what i wanted to say about that is that when he jolts up uh when they're sleeping outside and he jolts Uh. up and he's like oh uh that villager he, he forgot to pay his check right that is something that happens that is like the most believable thing because yeah. like there's something with and I'm sure it's with like every job or whatever but like I would work I would clock like a 12 hour shift right I would work like a double or triple go home and I would be sitting there like watching you know what I mean playing video games watching something and then out of nowhere I would like body would jerk up and I'd be like that woman wanted ranch <laughs> like it's just like, and it would enter, and then I couldn't stop thinking about how I forgot to get some woman at 11 a.m. ranch, and for some reason, this is when it jolts through my brain. It stresses me out. I, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, it's the same in every job. Like, I forgot to send the email, or <gasps> I needed to call that person back. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So when he that- did that, I was like, that's great writing. That is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially because you think the reveal is going to be like, that was that was Pacha yeah. that, that took the llama. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a perfect henchman because he also has, like, the devil and the uh, angel on his shoulders. I love that. That's yeah. great. Well, and he's the reason that uh, Cusco didn't die, right? Yeah. Because he didn't have the heart to go through with it or whatever, like, yeah, just yeah. drop him in the river. Um, Which is very, like, Snow White, like... Yeah. 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 That's it. No, he's great. And he's like talks to squirrels, which makes I love. his own theme music. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so funny. Just wants to cook. He's running around. He's like a good henchman, too. You know what I mean? Well, he's, if he had a higher IQ, I would agree. Yeah. 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 You want somebody, because the key is, I think, in getting a good henchman, I have a theory about this. Okay. You want a good henchman. Okay. You want them. I would say, I don't know what uh, what the r- proper ranges of IQ are, but let's say you want them somewhere between like 110 and 135, but no more. <laughs> you don't want them the, to be a, like a total fucking rocket scientist because they'll just run their own shit, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you also don't want them so dumb that... They're fucking up all over the place. That's a, that's true. Because yeah. he was her of... demise a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, like if uh, he screwed up the poisoning, like yeah. it was it was just supposed to be a straight up poison. Yeah, and then well, so... that was her fault though because she labeled the. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah actually, he all of her labels to... look. He's like, you got to relabel these, and I was like, that's valid though. If all the labels look the same, and some of these are supposed to be poison. <laughs> well, and that's how she got. That's how she got it in the end too, right? Yeah, because yeah, there was yeah. all the things, and then they were just like testing mm-hmm. out which ones they wanted to uh, to try and turn you back into human because none of them had labels on them. Label your chemicals. That's very important. <laughs> very, <laughs> that, very important. That hazard sheet on all of them, you know. Like the, <laughs> what is it like? Wimis? Wimis or, yeah, yeah, workplace health and everybody's got to have Wimis training. Yeah, uh, treatments, and if you put it in a secondary container, that has to be labeled too. Um, 
hey, can you tell that uh, we've worked with <laughs> <laughs> hazardous substances before? Um, yeah, no, Krog's great. I love Krog. And so funny, too. Like, her and Yzma, like, to get even that chemistry is great. Yeah, Yzma's great. And she, like, uh, she gets dumped on for being old a lot in this movie. And I'm like, I get why this woman is a little grumpy. Like, I understand that. Like, at one point, I got to find the quote exactly because I, I was shocked <laughs> at this poor woman. What do they call her? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, scary beyond all reason, <laughs> which is crazy to call somebody that. Yeah. There were two villagers. They're like, what did she look like? She looked like she was scary beyond all reason. The kid keeps going, you can't be my great aunt. You're probably my great, 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 which is awesome um, but yeah she just gets like kind of shit on for being how old she is and how young Kronk is for some reason yeah because that's the kind of help you can get when you need henchmen well yeah you, exactly you don't get, like a 70 year old henchman this guy's got to carry because at one point I was uh like when they're going through the the jungle essentially oh right uh, yeah and he's like carrying her for a second I was like Oh, she's being a little bit of a princess. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you're a hundred. You need to be carried. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think she can just fucking start, you know, terminating her way through this uh, terrain. You know what I mean? It's like she has a hundred. She needs to be carried around. OK, if anybody should have the job of being the fine emperor of this whole place, it probably should be the woman that is a hundred. Yeah, she's seen some shit. She knows. And as much as shit as she gets for being old, she also takes good care of herself. Like we see her when she like wakes up in the yeah. middle of the night. Like she's got like cream on her face in the middle of the jungle. She's got like cucumbers yeah. Yeah, yeah. over her eyes. You know, girl's what I mean? doing work. She's, she's putting doing in work. Time. She's she's dressed to the nines all the yeah. time. Like she's you know got this slinky little dress on. She like she's still like she's working it. She's, she's working it. She's a single she still lady. Feels we good can feel about that. It, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to see her end up with somebody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. could. I've, I, here's the thing. I think if she wanted to be with somebody, she would have been. Oh, I like strong, independent yeah. woman. She had some relationships. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think Isma was getting it. Yeah. That's a weird sentence. Um. But no, no <laughs> doubt about it, though. Like, she's, I mean, like, she's got all those potions, different animals. You know what I mean? Like, she's. You know, she's sneaking around. She's she's getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and just to go back to how terrible this emperor is. Right? Yeah, there's a there's a few points that we can like he that. he. Okay, so he literally says out loud, like I don't make. He says I don't make deals with peasants when he's offered assistance. I don't make deals with peasants. Oh no, that's bad. It is bad. Not that's not how you rule real well. You know what I mean? Yeah. When uh, when he's talking about destroying the farmer's home for a pool, all he says is "Don't know, don't care." Yeah. Yes, and as I pointed out, the hill where they grow your crops. Yeah. Don't know. Don't care. I'll have Isma change me back. Like it's like no problem. And I don't make deals with peasants. Like the, I can't, I, I can't even. And, and this poor woman, Isma, she gets, she gets honeyed, she gets feathered, she gets like. 
<laughs> which is crazy aggressive when you don't necessarily know what's going on. What is she got feathered? When did she get feathered? Uh, the kids, uh, they, oh. when they toss her out of the house, she gets, I mean, it is semi-accidental, but still. I'm like, this poor woman. Although honey is good for your skin, so it might have been gray for. There you go. The feathers <laughs> are probably waterproof. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's got like a lab and like a roller coaster and stuff like that. Yeah, with two doors, which the I love. two lovers. The, why do we even have Why that do we love? even have this? <laughs> <laughs> but then when Cusco goes, why do they even have that? I'm like, that's probably why for you, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This but I love how like, this. I love how you get dropped into a pit of alligators, but then you can just like crawl right back up. And yeah. the alligator doesn't yeah, like yeah. really do that They're not that, that bad of alligators. Yeah. They're like, man, a lot of people fall in here. We're real full all the time. <laughs> For sure, and like uh, we could have worked out a better plan here, Cusco man. Like, like why are you firing your chief of staff? Essentially, like we uh, we could have worked out a system. There could have been something better. Transitionary Re- relocation. Period. Yeah, maybe you're lateral gonna, move. Lateral. We're gonna let you take care of the, these people over here or something. But straight up firing. Well, and I, that sort of plays to his arrogance, where he doesn't realize what other people are doing for him, right? He doesn't realize that Cusco, or sorry, not Cusco, uh, Yzma is basically holding the entire empire together while he runs off and plays games and does dancing and talks about his groove and throws guys out windows and plans uh, summer houses. Right? Like she's actually dealing with the day to day tasks that are needed to rule. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like we'll bulldoze a farm that provides him crops. We'll get rid of the advisor that. Um, is the only one who knows how things are run, you know, like if Isma actually did end up taking over and like, like say he did get killed right off the bat. Yeah. That would have never had, there would have been no pool top, whatever. Well, yeah. And, the, and Cause this is not a woman that enjoys the sun. I'll tell you that. No, no, <laughs> okay, I'll true. tell you that for sure. She's inside most of the time for sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she's got the same complexion that I have, I think or close to, <laughs> She's yeah, she's pretty weathered. Uh she is pretty weathered, yeah. Um dude, one time I went into a this is a little off topic, but it just reminded me of this. One time I was in a deli and I was uh getting this I was like getting this meat rung through. I don't know why I would say it like that, but that's what was happening. And this woman looked at me and she goes, Oh, um you don't like pools, do you? And I was like, What? I was so confused because it was like so and I was like, uh, yeah, no, I, I hate the, like, I thought we were doing like a bit or something. Maybe I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. Who likes pools? Like I was like, Ugh. she goes, yeah. Cause you're clear. Your skin's clearly allergic to them. And I was like, Oh dang. <laughs> like she was just like, you're white as fuck. was basically <laughs> all she was saying to me. I was like, that's, uh, that's, that's a, aggressive. That's yeah, a little for, much. I just want to buy some meat. Please. Yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm buying some eggs and some fucking slices here. Like, just let me get out. <laughs> yeah, you, you're right. You look like you're allergic to the sun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> screw me then. All huh? right. I can go get eggs somewhere yeah. else. So, That's I mean, my... my heart goes out to Yzma a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just everyone sort of uh, calling her out on that shit all the pale, time. Pale ladies, you diet. Yeah. <laughs> they both also, there are, you could argue that uh, they're very much almost the same person. Isma and Cusco act a lot alike. Okay. Only Isma's smarter. 
and has okay, more direction, here. which is why it would make more sense to have her lead than have. Because, like, when you know, like, uh, especially I clocked it when they're in that scene in the restaurant mm. where they're both complaining about their food before they even get it. Yes. And it's just, like, the same stuff. Like, it's like, as soon as she comes into power, her face is everywhere the same as his face was everywhere. Like, they do a lot of the same things and are kind of the same person. Mm. They're pretty self-centered. They don't really care that much about the people around them. The only argument I would make is that she has much more experience and therefore is much more qualified for the job that he has. Yeah. Well, and, and of course they're going to be similar because I, I, I just saw here that I wrote down is like at one point Yzma says, I practically raised him. It's almost like his mother. Yeah, like they are kind of the same person. Yeah, like taught to rule in the same way. It also means that he fired his mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a bold move, man. I would not fire my mother <laughs> ever. No. Because she'd probably kill me. <laughs> and I think that's also why you don't work with family. Oh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. probably a good point. Yeah. That's the, I believe the plot hole in most, uh, most royal families. <laughs> yeah. This sort of forces you to work with family, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I remember rewiring the basement with my dad and I was just like, no, this is, this is frustrating. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't understand why there's not more relocation possibilities. If you own a little, because it's not like you're the king. You're the fucking emperor. Okay, you have a goddamn empire. You're 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 king a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah. Put this woman somewhere else. The governor of something. Yeah, just do what every other company does with old women and put them in the basement. Okay, just <laughs> do it and they still the job and nobody cares and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll buy you out to retirement. Just go to a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go or, go count grain or quinoa in a a village somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of other steps we can get to before we go firing. Now, I mean, is trying to murder Cusco <laughs> maybe the wrong choice? Uh, I don't even think so in this case. I think I think this is a that's a that's a play out of desperation, which is mm-hmm. like she was trying to run the empire behind his back because she knew that that is exactly what you had to do to keep this place afloat, right? Yeah. And she's she's smart enough that she's playing both sides where she's, you know, getting stuff done that needs to get done, but also, you know, placating his ego and things like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. try and rebuild this bridge, but also, yeah, go ahead and have your dance numbers. Or I'm not, I'm going to tell the peasants to go fuck themselves when they ask for food because uh, that's what you want, but I'm also going to try and, like, you know, get a canal built or something like that, right? yeah. Like, so then as soon as she gets fired, in my mind, she's just like, well, if I let him run this country, this, this empire, how he wants to run it, we're all dead. Right. Oh, certainly. So greater good. I see greater that. good. This guy the has to good. go. This guy this has guy, to yeah. go. I'm the only one who can run this place, how it needs to be run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And if he shows back up, we're all fucked. I get that. That makes sense. Strong and smart is what you need to be. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be successful in this world, everybody, here's a piece of advice. Just be strong and smart. And rich. Rich helps and rich. too. Oh, yeah, rich. Strong, smart, and rich. Yes. Yeah. If you can be all those three things, you'll be fine. And then you can kill emperors and get away yeah. with it with no problem. You heard it here first. Yeah. Turn them into a llama first, and then it's not technically murder. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Is that te- technically murder, do you think? 
what turning somebody. So you turn somebody into a llama. Yeah. Right. Now they're a llama. Mm-hmm. Then you kill that llama. If I have knowledge that that is a person and not a llama, then yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have no, if I do not have that knowledge, then no. Okay. I think it's all in the how you view it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. Well, I guess like the personality and intelligence and feeling has all gone into that llama. So I guess that is kind of murder. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess it all boils down to whether you're a vegan or not. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much. <laughs> that's essentially it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that we're, that's what like, we're talking about. But the llama can feel pain, so maybe that's bad too. Yeah, I'm slowly talking myself into veganism. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Cusco even mentions at a moment uh, to uh, what, Pacha? Yeah, Pacha. Pacha. Uh, that he was like, I'm... Even when he had previously promised him that we're like, yeah, like we'll go back and that's the deal or whatever. When they're on the bridge, he even says like uh, that he was going to imprison him instead when they got back. Yeah, that's harsh. I forgot about that. Yeah, right? that's that's like one of the worst things he does, I think, in the whole thing. Yeah. So this is also <laughs> clearly a guy who has imprisoned uh detractors and things like that like like there was a guy who threw off his groove right mm-hmm. bumped into him while he was dancing gets thrown out a window like what is he he's probably good mass incarcerations yeah you know, Matt, for, yeah just for like whatever this is a man that he shook his hand and said yeah yeah that's the deal and instead of just not even honoring that deal also doubling down and going yeah and i was also gonna throw you in prison for the rest of your life even though I've seen that you have two kids and one on the way. And even though, and I cannot stress this enough, you give us the crops that provide the capital. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> food is really important, people. Secure food sources, you know? Yeah, that scene when they're, I keep going back to the same scene when they're in the restaurant, when he's, uh, Patch is like eating that bug. Yeah. And he's totally grossed out by it. I was like, this is a perfect scene of it. Like, it's like a watching a billionaire, uh, watch somebody eat craft dinner or something. They're like, Oh God, I can't believe you put that in your body. That's disgusting. It smells disgusting. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah, and I got some yeah. hot dogs up in there. Oh yeah. Go? I had a oh, short yeah. period of time where I made craft dinner with, uh, just water. And I got to tell you, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it is uh, you need you need the butter and you milk. You do. You really need it. You do. Team. <laughs> uh, if you don't have milk, though, I will say you can you can substitute like water. And if you got like some cream cheese or something like that, I've done that before. Oh, that turns out okay. But that's essentially that's just like so funny because when I don't have milk, I just use more butter. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it works out. <laughs> just make way, it like, super buttery, and I'm like, uh, this is the best. Fork or spoon? Oh, fork. Yeah, I'm the same. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say spoon. I'm like, this podcast is over. (laughs) (laughs) We part ways right now. (laughs) I don't know why that would be the hill I die on, but yeah. Who are we kidding? I just raise it to my mouth and drink it like a soup. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, I used to know somebody that that would pour so much milk in it and eat it like that. I'm like, that is filthy. Like like a yeah, macaroni like, like, like cereal. cereal. Oh, oh, that's bad. God. That's real gross. 
Um, yeah, and I, I'll also say there is a special type of person who goes into the a kitchen and complains to the chef about the food. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that to me was villainy on every level. <laughs> right there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, are they not like to the point where the chef just quits? Yeah, quits. Yeah, like I'm so picky and like I don't trust you to do your job. Fuck you. Nothing. You're gets in a your... roadside mm. diner. Yeah. But nothing gets your dick harder than quitting mid-shift, I gotta tell you. Yeah? Walk it, you feel like you're walking away from an explosion, man. Like, you just, it feels like it's slow, like time slows down. You're walking out, you're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I've never quit mid-shift. I, it's a regret in my life. I think I've only done it once mid-shift, but it felt so good. <laughs> because it wasn't like, the only time I would feel bad is if, like, I was leaving some place where it was like slammed because then it's like I'm not hurting the management. I'm hurting all of my teammates because they have to pick up the slack that I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. But if it's just like you're having a heated argument with your manager and in the moment you're like, you know what? I've had enough of this. Yeah. (laughs) And walking out during that. That's great. This is all this has turned into now. (laughs) (laughs) Just being able to quit your job. Yeah. Just me talking about shitty jobs. Well, because Yzma did have a shitty job, and like she did, although she could, um, she was paid well, well enough to uh, afford some quite, uh, quite sparkly outfits, some some nice attire. Let's say that. Yeah, she could probably retire. She wasn't just, missing much. Well, and that just shows that she's doing this out of some sort of moral obligation to the greater good of the country, right? It's not mm-hmm. that she can't survive or whatever on what she's earned from this job or the fringes of this job benefits of this job also room for fun like she uh before they even throw the body away she's like yeah of course yeah we of course we have time for dessert and coffee yes of course yeah time for dessert and coffee we must have it and i'm like a woman after my own heart she's got a roller coaster going to her lab that's (laughs) how she gets around is a roller coaster. yeah she doesn't seem like I didn't even call it. Yeah, you're right. She's a fun lady. She is fun. Roller yeah. coasters, dessert after murder. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, she is fun. She's wearing hats, sparkly things. She's very theatrical. Yeah. She's like, it, yeah. I bet I would invite her to a party. She'd be the life of the party. You kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could, th- That woman can drink, too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like she packs back a couple of bottles. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. way. She kind of reminds me of uh, like the um, like Lucille in uh, yes. Arrested Development. Like very yeah. much that like I'm Lush. thin and I drink. Yeah, like I drink all day. Yeah, it's a martini <laughs> I drink because it's all alcohol and no yeah. empty carbs. And- exactly. Mm. No, I like that. I think she's pretty mild as a villain, to be honest with you. Yeah, like a little regicide, whatever. But the worst, the worst emperor. Like, yeah, like it was terrible, and I think remains to be terrible. And also, and I never clocked this the first time. Did you notice how little groove is actually in this movie? <laughs> in what sense? Like, oh, like the like the music. Yeah, being like groove? there's there's like no there's like one song they do, and then they uh, call it like there are plenty of other movies that should have maybe put groove in the title if we're talking about disney movies you know what i mean like some of these movies are like 90 percent music song and dance yeah, yeah <laughs> this yeah. seemed like the most mild <laughs> there's like one song and that's it 
I guess like maybe Emperor's New Groove just plays it all better than Emperor's New Moral Disposition. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. The marketers are like, we can't. No, we can't sell that. <laughs> it's about a llama. That's a that's an animal with two L's in the middle. Like, you kidding me? Oh yeah. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not as catchy. <laughs> that's a fun little opening number two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know Elvis all the words. I don't yeah. actually know any of the words. No, I got that. I yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah, I did yeah. get that. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Shazam doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just you go. Yeah, I was trying to, at multiple occasions, I've been trying to describe like a song to Kat and she's like, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to play it for me because I'm just so, I can't replicate it enough to like, get it close to even where it's memorable. I just Google the lyrics every time. Yeah. I'm too embarrassed to shazam out anything in public. I can never get it loaded in time. Yeah, like it's like always like a always frantic because you only yeah. realize that you want the song at the end of the song exactly. and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't get it. And there's like bar noise and you're like, there's no way I'm going to be able to grab uh, yeah. this. Yeah, it's like can't figure it out. I don't even have Shazam like on my phone anymore because there is. Oh, yeah. It's a, I just I find it embar- like I, I'm going to hold my phone up to the speaker and, and be like, like I need me. this song. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> uh, the worst one, though, and, and I tried using Shazam on this one was um, there's a song, I think it's by the Mowgli's or whatever and it's called uh, San Francisco is what it's called this is what it turned out to be okay but the lyrics to it are love 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 right mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I can remember it's like love 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 and it's a Beatles song and like the tune is so catchy but the yeah. only lyrics I can remember was love 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 yeah and you're done. And you cannot No, you Google can't Google that. that. No, do you know how many songs just have love in them? It's like, <laughs> so that was a mystery to me forever, yeah. trying to get this song. And finally, I figured it out. And then I watched the music video, and the band was so insufferable in it that I was like, well, I'm done with this song. Uh- <laughs> 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 so sometimes it's better not to know, is my, is I guess the point of that. But yeah. Great point. Yeah. Yeah, very light on music in this one, which is like, uh, I think we were talking a bit before, but so heavy on the jokes. Yeah, yeah, This movie is legitimately funny. Well, and David Spade has a great comedic voice. Like, actually, most of the people in this movie... John Goodman does. John Goodman, yeah, everybody actually has a really, like, up there comedic voice, especially for cartoons. Yeah, yeah. well, and Crunk is Patrick Warburton, Mm -hmm. who's like... Putty from uh, Seinfeld is how people know him. He's also a Lemony Snicket, I believe, now on the Netflix one. But he's so funny. Yeah. Everything I've ever seen him in, his voice is such hysterical. a distinct. Yeah, it's yeah. so distinct. It's and the line that just killed me. I just remember laughing so hard out loud the first time I saw this movie was when at the very end that they're like racing back to the Capitol mm-hmm. and then they like turn into that like Indiana Jones like dotted line oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they show like Yzma and Krunk like fall down a, a thing and uh, Pancha and Cusco get to the Capitol first and then they get there and then Yzma and Krunk just like show up or Krunk and uh, they're like oh my god how did you get back here before us and then they just like stop and look at each other. And then he just goes, I don't know. By all accounts, it doesn't make any sense. And everyone just shrugs and that's it. And I laughed so hard at that because <laughs> it was just like, here is just something that you needed for the plot. 
and it worked. Like we just like, yep, doesn't make any sense, but they beat you there. No, and, and this I, is how every movie does it. Exactly. Yeah, it was so funny. But he pulls down a chart and he goes, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I just love when they like a movie, especially a cartoon, goes, it just doesn't make any sense, and then they just roll on. Da, with da, it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It's great. So funny. Do you have anything else? No, uh, any notes? It. Yeah, I think I covered everything I wanted to say. I'm yeah. an Isma fan. Yeah, she's. Um, uh, yeah, what, what, what do you got for your uh, for your rating? Oh, for our rankings. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've got uh, for me, I've got in honor of David Spade, obviously mm. doing the vote. I've got the uh, the Spade scale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on a scale of a uh, garden spade to calling a spade a spade. Uh, I am going to give Yizma a solid uh, Motorhead's Ace of Spades. Oh. Uh, it's a little wicked, but for all the right reasons. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're like, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So that's what I'm yeah. giving her. How about you? I did a I did a groove scale. So uh, from a vinyl groove to a Stella getting her groove back. Nice. I give this. Uh, I give a uh, Yizma a groove is in the heart. Ah, um, classic. I yeah, like it. Groove yeah. is in the heart. Just be you, girl. Okay, you. get it. You're you're doing great, and I agree with 99% of your decisions. Exactly. She's a fantastic villain. Uh, and yeah, Except for murder, of course. Ah, <laughs> is regicide murder. Uh, <laughs> you think you're better than us, King. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, just a few ways uh, you can help the podcast out. Uh, obviously, uh, the best thing you can do right now is if you can go on uh, iTunes, um, uh, hit, hit subscribe, uh, it, it leave us a rating if you can. And if you got a, a couple extra minutes, leave us just a quick one sentence review of the podcast. Because uh, with the way algorithms work, that actually helps us uh, shoot up in, uh, in the rankings and has helps people uh, discover this. Um, and also, you know, if you've already done that, just tell your friends, which you guys have already been fantastic about. So tell your friends uh, to come check it out. And uh, how else can they get in yeah. touch with uh, You can follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast. Uh, reach out to us there. Uh, you can email us at villainwasright at uh, gmail.com or check us out on our Facebook page. Yeah, perfect. Hit us up there. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Yeah, thanks. And uh, so now it's time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got this week, Back oh, <laughs> I just got villains all day. Villain, okay. villain, 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 villain. What about you? I got a hero. It's pretty oh, light. Okay. It's a pretty light one though. All so. right. Well, maybe we'll start with you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so I've got uh, my hero um, is there was a guy on the subway playing the fiddle, and uh, like on yeah, like, like on the train, uh, and like, we got on, and I was just like, yeah, I d- had the same reaction, and we were, I was like. Oh, come on. Like, this was the train car we got on. Yeah. Like, God help us. This is going to be agonizing. And then, um, like, they start playing, and I'm just like, oh, damn, this is good. This is good. So they were playing, uh, they were playing, oh, well, hang on, what were they playing? Oh, yeah, they were playing Hotel California, but it was like they had a fiddle, and there was another guy there with like an electric guitar, and it was like, just. Oh, I think I saw those guys. Yeah, the, I got on a subway train with like yeah, like three or four guys maybe. Yeah, they were jamming out, but I was still annoyed. I didn't care how good they were. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, and it was just like I, it was one of those moments where like you just walked in and you're like, this is going to be bad, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, this actually brought a lot of lightness and joy to my day. Uh, that being said, most of the people 
if you want to perform on a subway, you're probably not good enough to do it. Like just, you know, well, my thing is, and this is where you, cause like that story is very different in my mind. Right. <laughs> it's not a hero story because I don't think you should, I get it when you're outside of a subway car or something like that. That's fine. If you're just like in the hallway or like they have designated areas yeah. where these people can and they're perform. Great. Yeah. 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 And I love it. And it's nice because it's like, okay, if you're walking by, you can decide whether you want to take your headphones off and listen or whatever. Right. But when you force me, yes, you are encasing me in a space that I am not, I cannot physically leave for at least a period of time. You're trapping me in your performance. But mind you, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, this is maybe how most people feel at a bar when we're doing an open mic. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was it like, does. Ah, yeah. maybe I shouldn't be so judgy. And I would agree with you. 99 times out of 100. Yeah. And that's why it's my hero of the week is because like I walked into a situation with one thing in my mind, which is like, how fucking dare you be on mm. the subway doing this? And it was good enough that it changed my mind. And that's that's why they're the hero, because it was just like, oh, here is here's this glimmer of joy I got mm -hmm. out of something where I would normally consider to be a bad situation. That's just my that's my lighthearted hero of the week there. Yeah, that's OK. OK. Yeah. I'm gonna, I was because uh, I was thinking about serving and I was like, okay, mm. I've got a good. I used to work at a karaoke bar, or not a karaoke bar, but it was a bar that did karaoke every night. So I guess you could call it that. <laughs> but it was right. just like a fox and fit. It was the yeah terrible place to work. Anyway, um, so they had uh, yeah karaoke every night, and they also had like a. It wasn't in the best area in Toronto. So like the people that are coming here are people that are coming here because the drinks are really cheap and that's why we serve really cheap drinks because we know these are the only people that are coming in um like legitimately i started taking boxing boxing lessons as soon as i started working there because i'm like i'm gonna get my shit kicked like people oh, are fuck. crazy right so we have this one woman come in and she's like she's dressed like pretty crazy like she's got like you know half pajamas half you know like two coats on like a bunch of shit's happening right but because I work at this bar and I see these people all the time, I don't care. Like, I do not. If somebody doesn't seem drunk or like they're going to be violent, I will still serve you because. That's the bar. It's the bar. And who the fuck am I to judge what you're wearing and who you are and whatever? This is a bar. Okay. Do you have money? Yes. Okay. Let's go. So I serve this woman a beer and then like immediately regret it because she's walking around and she's talking to tables like she's going up to tables and like having a big chat with people and obviously people don't want to be talking to her right so i get a couple of complaints from people and i go and i talk to her and i say listen like you can't go up to people you don't know okay like people are trying to enjoy their dinners whatever you can't talk to people she goes well they're really enjoying it and she's arguing with me and i'm like i'm sorry you just you can't do that if i catch you again you'll have to leave so then, of course, she keeps talking to people. She's not going to fucking listen to me, right? <laughs> anyway, so I, so again, I come up to her as she's talking to somebody. And now she's pulling this guy into it. She's like, well, this guy wants to talk to me. And he's giving me the eyes like, I don't know. I want to talk to this woman, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, man, like, this isn't his decision. This is my decision. Like, you can't be doing this. And most of these guys, because I'm so used to dealing with these crazy people, most of them, the only thing they care about is that they've paid for a drink and they want to finish their drink because they've paid for it. Sure. So I said, listen, we're not going to be serving you anymore. If you don't bother anybody else, you're more than welcome to stay, finish your beer, but then you have to leave. She goes, okay, no problem. I'm going to do that. I had something to go do in the back. I go in the back. 
I come back out, the karaoke guy's in my face. He's like, this woman wants to sing a song. I'm like, no. I'm like, I want to keep this woman here longer. Man, I need this woman gone. He goes, she's really bothering me. She's really bothering me. And I'm like, okay, fine. You tell her she gets one song, but she needs to leave the second that song is done. I'm like, the second it's done, you give her that one song, you let her go. She's got to go. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to avoid a physical fight at this point. Okay, <laughs> I just want to appease this woman enough so that she'll fucking leave, right? So this woman picks her song. Stairway to Heaven? These boots are made for walking. Okay. <laughs> Arguably a phenomenal choice. Okay, phenomenal choice for yeah. what, your situation, right? Yeah, I'm getting kicked out of a bar. Yeah. These are made for walking. Great. Fair enough, right? So I'm trying to avoid confrontation. I tell the other two, because I'm the only one that has been arguing with this woman all night, right? Because I'm like the assistant fucking manager of this hellhole. Mm-hmm. So I tell the other two bartenders, I'm like, listen, if she gets crazy or anything, come get me. But she clearly hates me very specifically because she's very nice to everybody else in the bar now. She really doesn't like me. So I'm like, I'm just going to go in the back. I'm going to fold some cutlery. I was like, if she becomes a problem or doesn't leave, just come get me and I will deal with it. But I'm hoping if I'm not, she'll kind of just leave, right? I hear a silence. So she's singing her song and she's singing her song. And then I hear no music. I'm like, that's kind of weird, right? I hear no music, and then I hear someone shouting. So I'm like, okay, this isn't good. I go out. This woman has taken a chair and is now standing in the middle of a full bar. This bar seats like 100 people, okay? Like this bar, it is full pretty much right now. She's standing on a chair holding court, basically being like, I fucking hate this place. We're all going to leave. She's trying to rally the troops. She's trying to get these people to leave with her. She's like, we're all going to leave. And then she sees me. And okay, now you're going to have to excuse my language here. And if you don't like bad language, earmuffs. Okay, earmuffs. Because this is my favorite part about what this woman did. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. I died laughing. She was... so then she sees me come out the door and she goes, you, right? So I'm like, I'm smiling because I know, yeah. like, I know I'm about to get it, right? She's like, you're just a fucking cunt. She's yelling. She's screaming cunt at me. And she's like chanting it. She's hoping other people will start chanting it. Wow. But everybody's looking at her like, what the hell is happening, right? So she's like, you're just a fucking cunt. She goes, she says, I swear to God, she says, you remind me of my parents. <laughs> I am at the time 25 and this woman is 50. Okay, she's like, you remind me of my parents. You think you're just a little fucking princess? She's like, you're just a princess. You just get to make all the rules. And she's like screaming this at me, right? And I'm dying laughing. Like, I can't hold it in anymore. And I know this is only making her more angry. But I can't hold, it's the funniest thing to watch, man. She's losing. She's having a meltdown, right? So she gets off this. I'm like, listen, you got to go. Like you and like the bartender's filming us now cuz she's like, well, if this woman hits you or yeah, something. I'm like, all right, whatever. Right? So I'm like, you got to like you got to leave. She's like, well, we're all leaving <laughs> and nobody gets up, right? So, so she's like obviously disappointed that nobody's leaving with her. Yeah. 
She goes, well, I'm coming back. She's like, I'm going home to get my dogs. And I'm coming back to get you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You get your dogs. You get your dogs. She goes, you're just a cunt. And she calls me a cunt like five more times. Yeah. And then as soon as she's about to leave, she just looks at me. This is my favorite part of this. Because she just said just the filthiest things to me the whole night. Like just rude, 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 nasty, swearing. And then she just looks at me and she goes, you're just you're just a bad apple. <laughs> she walked out <laughs> to end on. You're just, just a, a bad, bad apple. apple. Fucking floored way, me, way man. Way to pick your clothes. Right? Oh, like, it's the best. Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, needless to say, my villain of the week is karaoke. <laughs> it's a terrible activity. No it's one should be doing people. this. <laughs> it's terrible. You're only oh, annoying your neighbors. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh, I think that does it for us so Rebecca uh, where can uh, people find you oh you can find me at Rebecca Reads on anything of your choosing oh, sweet and you can find me uh, at Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter uh, Facebook CraigFay.com and uh, thank you so much for listening uh, next week uh, we are talking about it's our gonna it's gonna be our Avengers Endgame specialty we're talking about the OG the original Avengers villain we're doing a Loki spectacular beow, beow, beow. so we're covering Thor 1 through 3 and uh, and Avengers uh, really looking forward to that one so uh, do, do your homework and uh, yeah so until then uh, this has been The Villain Was Right uh, reminding you to uh, properly label all your potions <laughs> bye the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>